Hey y'all, welcome back to Cannabis and Conversation. So today I'm doing something a little bit different and it's a little more niched. Um, this episode is specifically speaking to mothers and any woman who aspires to be a mom. Um, and again, I'm not any sort of professional or counselor. I'm literally just a regular mom. And I figured I would come up with eight things that came straight to my mind when it comes to uh, what moms need. And so I wanted to kind of make this episode just to kind of talk about um, different things that I've found to be very vital throughout my journey. Uh, my daughter just turned four, so there's that. Um, and even though it's a hard journey, um, I've had a pretty good experience overall with motherhood, which I'm very thankful for. Um, and like I said, these are just the the eight things that I was able to quickly just jot down as far as what I find to be vital to navigating motherhood. So the first thing is rest. I think that's very obvious, but I think it's underestimated. I think that we have so many mothers who are just fatigued. They're tired. They haven't really gotten a good night's rest since they even had children. Um, and this contributes to the amount of patience that you have with your children, how you feel, how you think, how you act. Um, and I think that the number one thing that has helped me with stress management is just rest. And I understand that it's easier said than done and that there are different circumstances that may prevent mothers from being able to get that time to rest. But it needs to be prioritized, right? Wherever you can find pockets of time and opportunity to just rest and just be and not do anything um, and let your mind and your body just relax, um, it, it benefits you in the long run. It really does. And rest doesn't necessarily mean sleep, but of course, it's very obvious you need sleep, but a lot of people aren't resting. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is understanding. Um, what I kind of meant or the thought process behind understanding is having people around you who understand that you are in a transitioning phase as well, right? Especially for moms who are on like their first child and they're kind of navigating everything and figuring things out. I think we need to do a better job collectively as having grace and understanding for mothers, um, you know, you have people who go from the single friend with no kids and now suddenly she becomes a mom, she gets married, things happen. And that's kind of what happened in my case. Like I kind of moved and transitioned, um, out of being just like the friend with no kids. I got all the time in the world. It's just me. I have no other responsibilities. And then I transitioned over into now, like I have a whole another human being I have to take into consideration. So I just think when it comes to the motherhood community, I just think we could do a better job of understanding each other, understanding that you're going to have seasons of being inconsistent with the outside world and maybe your friendships. Um, and I think that's okay. I think the older we get, um, we don't necessarily talk all day, every day. The only person I really talk to all day, every day is my husband. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, um, I just think, like I said, understanding and realizing that most mothers are just trying to figure the shit out. Like we don't, nobody has the manual. Nobody has the golden key and the answer to 
all things motherhood. It's just not, it's not possible. Um, so the third thing is patience. Um, and this kind of goes along with understanding, but I think when it comes to patience, I think that could go a couple of different ways. I think when I think of patience, I think of having patience with yourself and understanding that motherhood is not a monolith. It's it's not going to be done all the same. Um, you're going to fuck up sometimes. <laughs> you're going to make the wrong decision. Um, you are going to feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? And just to be fully transparent, like that was one of the things that I struggle with is just having patience overall, right? Like I was already the type of person before I had a kid, like my patience level is very, very low um, with people, especially grown adults, right? Like I don't have much patience. And so when I have my daughter, like dealing with a toddler, I have to have so much patience, Um, And I have to understand that we're both getting to know each other. So it's like, she's frustrated. I'm frustrated. We're all frustrated. Um, And just having patience with yourself and understanding that this is a first time experience for you and your child. Um, And you guys are getting to know each other. And that is a frustrating process sometimes. And then I also think of patience in a way of the outside world, having patience with mothers. Like, y'all, before I had a child, And I know this sounds really mean, but like anytime I would hear or see screaming children, like I would automatically judge. Like I'd be like, so you can't control your child? Like what is going on? And then when I had my own, I was like, I get it now. Like now when I see mothers who are having trouble, like and their, you know, two-year-old is having a meltdown, I don't judge them. I'd be like, sis, I get it. I've been there. I've been there. Do whatever you need to do, boo. Whether it's a Snickers, whether it's a doll, a tablet, um, whatever you need to do to resolve that tantrum in that moment, I understand. Like, there's no judgment for me. And I just think, you know, we got to learn how to put ourselves in other people's shoes. And I'm speaking to myself because I can do a better job of that. And so that's what I think about when it comes to patience. Um, the fourth thing is affirmation. Um affirmation goes a long way as a mom. And I'm not saying that you should be walking around just expecting everybody to cheerlead for you. But the people who are in your life and who are around you should affirm you in some way. They should let you know that, you know, you're appreciated and that you're doing your best and that um, you're supported, right? I think we, we need to do a better job of that as opposed to throwing so much shame on each other. Um, and just kind of uplifting in a positive way that also promotes accountability, because I don't believe that we should just be affirming bullshit. But I also think that, you know, for those who are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're doing the best that they can with the resources they have available, I think we should celebrate it. Um, number five is space. And again, I unpopular opinion, okay, I believe that mothers and children, well, parents and children, but again, this is about mothers. Mothers and children need space from each other. Like, I understand the concept of the mother is supposed to nurture and supposed to be, you know, the person who really pours into the child. And I believe that too. But when I was at home full time with my child for a period of time, I was starting to realize, like, she is sick of me. Like, she 
doesn't have space for me, right? Like I'm the one going outside with her all the time. I'm the one that's always around her. I'm the always the one she's being put down for a nap with, right? I'm the one catering to her all day. And so I would notice that when her dad would come home and he would come in the door, it's like she wants nothing to do with me, right? <laughs> like she's like, girl, I have been talking to you all day and I just need some space. And so now I really take advantage of the opportunities to be able to get her out into the world, right? Um, And I'm very strict as far as who she goes with. Um, And so you, and this is going to lead me into one of my other points a little bit later, but you need a village. Like you, you can't do this shit by yourself. It's it's not going to work. Like, I don't care what nobody tell you doing it by yourself is the hardest thing to do. So um, again, I believe that mothers and children need space and this space doesn't have to be months, weeks. It could be a night, right? It could be one night, one evening that you and your child are not up under each other. Just one, right? Um, so that's what I think of when I think of space. Number six, you need a hobby outside of motherhood. Um, the biggest mistake that I see mothers make, um, is that they have, they, literally have no concept of self outside of being a mother or a wife. And for me, that is dangerous. Um, The moment that you start to lose yourself and not know who you are, um, you've officially gone off course. You, You, especially as an adult, and this is just my opinion, I feel like if you ever fall into a space where you don't know who you are anymore, you feel like you don't have an identity, um, you have officially put yourself on the back burner too much, right? It's all about balance. So there are times to be selfish and there are times where you don't need to be selfish, but the moment that the scale is imbalanced, that's when you have a problem. Um, and again, this is just from my experience. So you need something outside of being a mother that fulfills you, right? And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. But I think it needs to be something that's unique to you, whether you like to paint, whether you like to run, whether you like to just take a a drive, whether you like to go to the spa, like find something that you really like and that you really want to do, like something just for you um, and make that a thing and make sure that you're consistent with it. So that way you feel like, okay, like I've done something for myself. I feel good. You know what I mean? So you need something that you really, really, really enjoy to do outside of just parenting. Um, Number seven um, is a team. I talked about this literally earlier. It takes a village. Stop thinking that you can do this by yourself. Um, And I'm telling you this as someone who gets help on a regular basis from my husband. Now, I do understand that there are a lot of married single mothers, right? And we don't even have to dive down that rabbit hole. But just understand that there's nothing worse than realizing you have all these people around you, but you don't have a team. You don't have support. Um, You don't have the ability to rely on anybody around you. It's just you by yourself. Carrying that burden is heavy. Trust and believe. You don't want to promote it. I will never promote it. I will never say that I did anything by myself in regards to my child because I know I have a team. Um, And I'm the type of person that if my team is not available to help me out with my child, then so got to suck it up, buttercup. 
that's your kid. There's no other, there's no other option. So when I say I literally couldn't imagine being a mom and not having a support system around me, it's, it's wild. So shout out to those who do, but if you have people around you who want to help, if you have a co-parenting situation where the help is available, please take it, please. And the last thing, um, out of all the eight things that all moms need is alone time. Um, this goes along with having, having a hobby, right? You want to make sure that you're spending a little bit of time by yourself, right? And I talked a little bit about space earlier, but if you are a mom and a wife or you, you know, have a spouse, you need time by yourself, okay? Um, me and my husband, we take times by ourselves to do our own things because it's healthy, um, because it still maintains identity. It still gives us time to have that um missing each other effect, right? Especially when you've been with someone for a really long time. So you want to make sure that you're getting your alone time. Be by yourself. Go read a book. Um, go take a walk, right? Like have something that you can do by yourself and doesn't always require you to be around a group or with your spouse. Um, if you can't be by yourself, that's a huge red flag. Like if you don't even like to be around you, uh, you might want to work on that. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you're getting your alone time in. Um, because again, all of these things, one through eight, I'll recap them quickly. Rest, understanding, patience, affirmation, space, a hobby outside of motherhood, a team and alone time. I think that's a really good recap for me personally, but let me know what y'all think. Um, make sure you subscribe to my podcast, leave me a review. I love the feedback. It lets me know what type of content I should put out moving forward. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Kayla, the CEO. Again, thank you guys so much for the continued support. Share with a friend. Let me know what you think. Um, and I will talk to you guys next time.